Cross Anime, fifty six. Uh, oh, Eli's. It's episode one. Oh my god, really? We're starting over with this bullshit. Uh, oh. Anime. It's it's so Inspector. They no. <laughs> uh, we're we're, talk, we're talking about uh, our A list. Uh, so we'll be talking about eighty six, uh, Mushoku Tensai, Mariko Chan, and talk to OP Destiny. You're gonna say jobless. Jobless reincarnation. The time I got reincarnated as Truck Coon. All right. Oh, uh, God damn it. I opened up the Play Store. Look at me. 86, man. Um, they they really know how to... Yo, um, I fucking dude died. <laughs> fucking white-haired dude. They're fucking like, yo, you like this character? He's going to be the new main storyline of this new nation. Boom! Shin just fucking blast him. You like this man? His name's Eugene. He has an adorable little sister that he loves a lot and is trying really hard for. He's like Hope the only one to with see the, him die. He's like the only one with an oddly Western name. Yeah. Oh, you want a Western name? Eugene. Do you know anyone named Eugene? Uh my grandpa my grandpa's middle name is Eugene. Cool. Someone that's not a hundred. Um oh. I know one guy named Eugene. Cool dude, but man. Even he says, yo, the opening still slaps. I will say, I, we also found out that uh, it's the same guy that's saying the My Hero opening two and three, I think. Mm-hmm. Three confirmed, two, I'm not sure. But I love it a lot. Uh, it's definitely not two, because two is Overworld doing uh, Touch uh, Off. Maybe it was, maybe it was uh, or Odd Row. Future. I do want to say, I love that they're still going through that officer training, and Shin's like, whatever, man. Like, who gives a fuck? Because mm-hmm. he's still used to, I think, his highly mobile robots. Yeah. Which they do refer to them as iron coffins when the new nation tries to remake them. Like, yo, they're like your old ones, but better. Yeah. Cool. Aluminum coffins. What? Yeah, like, they want us to die in these things. And now it's coming to bite them in the fucking ass. What is their original nation called? The Federation? The Republic. The Republic? Yeah. Man, like, so much shit happened this episode. We'll go faster this time than compared to the last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in the process of making these new machines, even Shin's like, yo, these are really hard to operate and like, you have to really know what you're doing. And the casual like, yeah, it's killed like 12 test pilots. Anyways, it's like, yeah, people it's, died in the process current, of making like, this shit. Like, death rate is like what? F- over half. Basically, they've like just the test pilots. Yeah, had to continuously but like, but of course Shin down. and them are like, yeah, we know how to work this shit. Like, yeah. Cause they're like overly experienced. I have that model kit of their new one, the Artie one, mm. which I was like, oh shit. Like, I thought that was like something I missed in the first part of the season, but nope, it's part of the new ones. Like, every single one each of them got is specialized in something. Mm-hmm. So at least they all have like highly mobile, highly special. Minus, uh, I really should have been writing out all the names. Redhead Chick. Hers is like an Artie one, but she can like choose where the Artie Yeah, hers are like very highly specific. One of them has. Well, one has missile arty, one has like artillery artillery in the traditional sense, mm-hmm. and the rest of them are more highly mobile, like even more mobile than what they had before. Yeah, because the current tanks that this nation's been using the, are like the, big the federation. Yeah, like Federation B is technically yeah. like the big, like bulky, like they'll take hits, but they do a lot of damage, but they don't move, and then they mm-hmm. realize like maybe some smaller elite forces are, are the way to go. Mm-hmm. 
And they definitely show, like... I was wearing this hat this whole time. Yeah. I forgot. I should have said something. It has a phone number on there, so I guess I'm just not... Oh, I can't even cut to myself. I mean, you can. It doesn't matter. I, I don't want the phone number in there, though, when we upload it. Uh, oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, but, yeah, they, uh, they're very, like, top tier. Of course, they immediately, like... Oh. Lays through officer training, like it's so like non-important that it basically skips the officer training. Yeah, you it's know like, that they're it's going like, to be what there. it's like five minutes of the whole show, and then mm-hmm. it's all a bunch of rambling on base because they're building up for this massive fight. Also, best boys back of the season, Fido. Fido. Yeah, I'm surprised that week he was in the top ten mm-hmm. of best boy. You <laughs> know, I was yeah. like, let's go, Fido. Let's fucking go. Oh. I yeah. fucking love Fido so much. The it, it's super cool to like see some of that. Um, I was surprised because we went through three episodes. We're up to like episode five. Um, uh, excuse me, we're up to episode uh, sixteen. Because hmm? this is technically the second part of the first season, so this is actually episode us. Uh, we got episode yeah, 16. but it's it separated into like eighty six part two on my anime list. Um, Dude, the, so many people died. Like they, yeah, ep- like episode uh fourteen, the first of the second batch or whatever, mm-hmm. they point out like, oh, we have like this monument we cased it off the show, like yeah, because they f- oh, we found your juggernauts and then yeah. there was a a case in it with a bunch of names, which is all the people that Shin has put out of their misery and basically destroyed yeah. the brain. Uh, well, even <laughs> a lot of them isn't put out of misery; it's just like made sure that their brains can't be used. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yep, here you go, all 575. And it's like, yeah. Ooh. And that's just people that Shin got their tags of. That's mm-hmm. not even everyone Shin's probably met. Yeah. Which is an it's, insane number. Yeah. Because I don't, it's really hard because, of course, animation, like stuff, you don't ever truly get the grasp of how many, like, tags are in there where you're like, oh, there's a lot where it's like, maybe like 30, 40 or so. And then when they're like, here's the monument of, you know, almost 550, like, it's like, fuck me, man. Yeah. 575 justice. 575. Give him some credit. So, yeah. Well, no, almost 600 is still like a insane amount. Yeah. Rip to Eugene Rance. Yeah. That's his name. Dude, that was like out of Rant. Nope. Lance. L-A-N-T-Z. At one point it was spelled Rance, and that's what I saw on screen. Um, Oh, so it must have been been a typo there. Well, it could have been a typo in the translation notes. I'm not going to give a knock on that, because let's be honest, it was like a one second. Mm. Man, Shin had to fucking shoot him, and that was like kind of emotional. It's like, because Shin just got his gun back, too. The one he's been having to kill people with, and he mm. shot. He had to kill Gene. And I don't think the newer people in that whole battalion realize what Shin's doing or what he has to do. It's like, oh, you could have gotten help for him. It's like, listen, that man's arm was all the way in another place. Like, I didn't realize yeah. at first. I thought someone else was holding it. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's his arm. Yeah. Well, one of the other soldiers did, you know, thank you for putting Matt out of his misery. Because... Like the it's the younger guy. Of course, there's like tensions there because, well, go figure. The Reaper is really like living up to his name, and 
like even the whispers of like oh like he's some kind of reaper kind of thing which is kind of cheesy but like also like makes sense and sticks with the point of him uh the more emotional one was like oh you could have helped but the older like very clearly combat used yeah. to guy was like thanks for putting him out of his misery uh some other big points on the also uh i don't know if you noticed but they cut over to that dude later in uh episode 15 and he's being like life lighted fucking he's all fucked up yeah from the big battle yeah oh uh, some big points to hit on before we move on to the other shows uh Shin seems like he's actually starting to get some kind of PTSD from, you know, when you go from fight, 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 fight to calming for a couple months to now back mm-hmm. to fighting. But they do show off. Um, oh, what was his name? Actually, I, I wrote it down. Uh, Kiri. Mm-hmm. So our little girl, Fred Erica, Fred Erica, whatever her name is. She actually was part of the kingdom that made the Legion, but the Legion was supposed to be a defensive thing, but then they turned it into an offensive thing. You find out that people revolted and the Legion turned on the people trying to save their Royal family, which is mm-hmm. like their main objective. So now they're just, you figure out why the Legion's doing what it's doing. It's just going after everyone. Cause that's what it last knew. It's mm-hmm. like, Oh, we're supposed to kill everyone to keep her safe. And one of the people that is probably that guy in the scene where you see the blue eye, Instead, because you see Shin, there's a scene where the guy turns his head, you see the blue eye in the opening theme, and then you see Shin fighting. I guess it's going to come down to Kiri, same thing like his brother, his mind is being controlled and is in one of the robots. That'll be probably where they go with the show. Mm -hmm. But you see Shin starting to turn kind of into what happened to Kiri, like get too caught up in the fighting, too caught up in the killing, and then Mm -hmm. just loses it. And even... Uh, Fred Erica says like, oh, no, you're just like Kiri Shin. Like, fuck you. Then they have this massive fucking fight. And then, of course, Shin and his squad repel it. They just fucking go to town. That's what we're talking mm-hmm. about. They just own people. But then yeah. you see our original group of people with, you know, our main girl, whatever her name is. You have it up. Oh, the Lena. Yeah, Lena. And she like, besides the whole talking scene, you find out the Legion is just plowing through their lines, like mm. destroying everything. And they're coming for the actual nation. Like they're attacking the homeland, not just the outskirts of it. And she goes fucking full on, you know, OG. Yeah. She, she uh, takes control of all 86 pilots. Mm-hmm. She's like, everyone listen up. And they have this whole big sequence where it's like probably a thousand different like Legion fighters or uh, 86 pop up on her scope of things. Mm-hmm. She, like, basically had inserted the master key and uh, was like, all right, here we go. Which I I, I do think the conversation with her uncle basically was very important because on the uh, news broadcast, basically there was a split, like, second where they show part of, like, what would be close to their inner city uh, or... The, One the of outskirts the of the city. Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically on fire. And that's because the Legion is really there at the doorstep. And they've, the, the uh, Republic built up such a level of a lie that everything was going fine. Everything was going to be like over that now that they're right at the doorstep, the uncle basically has the opinion of like, let everyone die. There's no point. Like, 
you're it's not going to be a hero at the end anyways. It's very similar to what the Nazis do. They're trying to like make that connection of like, this is more of a fascist kind of society of like, mm. you know, there's no point in fighting, letting everyone go through all that pain. Just let everyone fucking die. Let it be over mm. with in a day or two. And then we'll go from there. Yeah. And Which then, is know, super fucked up anyways. Yeah. And then our but. main girl is going to organize this whole defense. I mean, she has very, very skilled pilots. Mm-hmm. And if she's in charge of everyone, I imagine what's going to happen is they're going to lose most of the pilots from the 86 region, but they're going to stop the attack. And then my guess is Shin's going to fight his way to them because it's not that much to fight that way to them. They even said it like, yeah, you guys traveled for like two days. Mm-hmm. Like it was a week in their time because they were trying to avoid the Legion. Yeah. But if you fought straight there, you could probably do something. Yeah. Plus, and the nation they're in is way, way more prepared for all the shit. I mean, they got fucking forward, big bases, jet, you know. Mm-hmm. The It was like two weeks, the area that they bought, uh, fought through. Like, it was cleared out in two weeks and is under, like, full control of yeah. Federation B. And yeah, they're like, yeah, where we originally found the Juggernauts, we fully cleared it. We're moving that way still. Mm-hmm. So my guess is there's probably, like, they'll do, like, a couple episodes of going to go help her. Yeah. But the Legion was attacking every nation, especially the nation they were from, from like three directions. So, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are going to die. You'll probably see this big shift of like people finally realizing what's going on. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me like on the Republic's front, and then we'll kind of move on. Um, Lena's probably just going to take control of everything. The, yeah. Like, at what point do you like look at the one person who's been right all along and be like, no, go away. It's, yes. Well, there's other people that are working with her to probably mm-hmm. do. It's probably a government coup. That's why her uncle had the gun inside there. Plus, you could see his clothes were tattered. Uh, yeah. They, so he must have been doing some fighting. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's super interesting to see yeah. how that develops, especially because we hadn't really seen her in a couple of episodes. I mean, if the Legion does attack, a lot of people are going to end up jobless. Maybe they might, you know. Stop with hey, this lame Yo, Jabba's reincarnation, dude. Dude, the show is so fucking good. They literally start... Okay, I gotta point something out. I don't remember how to say her name specifically. There is literally the... Episode 13 comes out, right? This is right after Rudy gets the demon eye. Like, the episode after. You find out why you see Roxy, his old teacher in the background, is running and doesn't see him. She was actually running away from something. Like, you find out, like... She's been in the town for a little bit. They're looking for Rudy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole point of why she's in the town. She's not in the town of entrance. They're actually there looking for Rudy with some of Rudy's parents' old adventure buddies, mm. which is like a dwarf and like a like big titty, like hot elf milf thing. And I say that that way because literally the entire episode is just her wanting to get banged by multiple people. Not Roxy, the elf chick. There's literally a point where she's in the bar, like, going up to a whole bunch of lizard people, like, hey, what are you doing later? You want to go, uh, questing later? And then there's literally a scene where she's in an alleyway. She's like, hey, you have any info about this kid, Rudy, blah, blah. And it's, like, a really alleyway where she might get mugged. And she's a pretty good adventurer if she hung out with Paul. And literally at one point, her negotiations to this one guy that hasn't said a word, he's looking at her. She just takes off her bra, drops it on the ground, hops on him, and it's like, I, I guess they're banging in an alleyway. I guess this is what's going on. And then 10 seconds later, Roxy is running away from 
Uh, she sees two of Rudy's companions, a superd and a girl in red hair, which is one of Rudy's partners. A uh, superd is like, how do you describe them? They're like super, super strong fighters. Like they're known like one superd could take out an entire city by themselves. Like they're feared. And Roxy finds out, oh, that's one of them. I need to run because she thought he saw her. She runs back to like the the inn that they're staying in. So you get the scene blacked out, obviously, but you still get the outline of it. Five guys next to this elf girl's bed and she's going to town and Roxy's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, Roxy, it's not what it looks like. And Roxy's like, there's five, five guys. <laughs> and then she's like, I can explain Roxy. And then Roxy pulls a hole in the fucking tavern. And the elf girl's like, what? I was trying to find out info on it. Roxy's like, how, how could you be doing that with five guys? And you can still see Roxy's innocent because she's like early teenager, like maybe 13, something like that. Mm. She's like, I want someone tall, skinny, handsome. Yeah, I'm going to be under attack. He's going to come and save me. We're going to hang out a little bit and then we'll fall in love. And I'm like, oh, she's just basically talking about Rudy at this point. Five fucking dudes. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty much it of that. Did she episode. get the intel she needed? No, she didn't get any of the intel she needed. She was just there to fucking... Literally the whole episode, this elf girl's just trying to fucking bang people and Roxy's trying to actually find Rudy to where we move on to like the next episode. I'm going episode by episode because each episode really at this point is kind of its own thing. Kind of intertwines, but not really. Mm-hmm. In the second episode, they need to smuggle the superd, his, his comrade, across the ocean because people can't find out it's him. So they pay someone to smuggle him basically across the ocean. Rudy and uh, Eris, I think is her name. They find their way across the ocean and they meet up with him and they go down this dungeon. You get this like so far this season, the show has been kind of like somewhat serious, somewhat fun to now they're walking through a smuggler's ring mm. and you see uh, these like kind of animal girls that are children. And one of them screaming for help. It's so guttural. Like she's screaming for help, 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 crying. Rudy sees her. Sees her get punched. Rudy's like, ooh, that must have hurt. Like I'm sure she'll be okay. But she's not. Then you hear her get basically stabbed. And you hear her slowly dying from being stabbed. And then you find out when you meet the superb. Because the superb guy, his whole background is like, I want to make our name better. Because they're known for being violent and pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And he is very, very, very for saving kids. Like, he's like, if there's a kid in danger, we're going to go help no matter what. Otherwise, he's pissed. Mm -hmm. So he's tied up, has a thing over his head. Rudy has this, like, dilemma of we're in the middle of an enemy's base. These guys have kidnapped these kids. You know, we should just leave. And then he agrees with his friend. And his name is uh, Ruji. Ruji. Something like that. And he just fucking murders everyone in that fucking base. He's like, I'm going to save these kids no matter what. Rudy's down there trying to save these kids, get them to safety. Rudy's over there literally murdered everyone in the entire fucking base. They're saving the kids. They're taking them back. And the kids are like, oh, there was this dog in there. Like, there was this magical dog. Rudy goes back to save the magical dog by himself. And then Ru- and then Rudy's like, make sure you be careful. And that's where the story leads. Rudy gets captured by the fucking animal people's leaders because they think he stole them when he didn't. <laughs> and then this whole thing of Rudy's in prison. He's basically, I wrote this thing like, listen, you got to stop with the naked little boy thing. Like he's naked for like half this episode, just in a cage. 
meets this random dude that also gets thrown in prison. And that's where it takes us to, <laughs> it looks like he got older. They did this animation thing where like, he's trying to act like the boss. And for a second, I thought like they had done a time skip of like years. Cause he looked like a teenager now instead of like a kid. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to him being a kid. I'm like, okay, so it wasn't a skip. The smugglers then attack this city because they haven't killed all the smugglers. This is where they're getting all the animal children from. Rudy saves them. Rudy saves him, and then all's good. The animal people, it's very emotional, sad. Rudy helps them. They help him. And the best part of the story is they go to this holy city, and this is where their next stop is. Rudy's like, yo, we're going to live in this city for a while because they're still trying to get home. They originally got teleported to like some far-off nation, and they're on their way home. Mm-hmm. and Rudy's like, yo, okay, we'll work here. We'll build up money because the quests pay really good. So let's make all of our money we need for the ride home here. That way we don't have to like spend months in another city grinding just to live here. We can make all the money we need. And that's where Rudy runs into his dad, his dad that's been looking for him. And you find out at this point, oh, he's been gone from home for a year and a half. And his dad this entire time has been looking for him. And you have this real, real moment of, Rudy thinks the only people that disappeared in this beam were him, Eris, and her bodyguard. Because mm-hmm. this beam came out of nowhere and everyone disappeared. And they never tell you that everyone, the entire village, got taken out by this beam. And maybe they did show it and I just don't remember it. And then Rudy and his dad have this huge fucking fight about, like, Rudy, you've just been fucking goofing off for the past year and a half. We're more worried about your girlfriends than you are your mother and, like, mm-hmm. your sister being gone. And Rudy's like... I, I didn't know. Like, Rudy at this point is, like, maybe age, like, 12, mm-hmm. maybe 11 or 12. No kids worrying about the entire city or thinking about that. He's a horn dog. It's literally a scene where he's like, yo, I know I've been helping you with this seasickness. She's, like, basically half-undressed heiresses. He goes to the bathroom. Obviously jerks one out, comes back. She's like, you smell funny. He's like, oh, I don't know what that could be. No, but right, right now where we're at in the episode is, Rudy comes to realization that he needs to find everyone else in the town. And that's what they've been doing. Like his dad points out like, you know, we kidnapped this person because this is someone from the town. So we had to kidnap someone that was kidnapped. And Rudy comes to terms of like, oh, so now we got to start saving everybody from the town. What's well, not about working our way home anymore. It's about saving everyone from the town originally, mm. which is why I went to look up like how many volumes is this? And they're on like volume like 25 has been digitally made, not physically made. Mm. And then I read a small spoiler there, which kind of, they didn't have a board out, which makes me mad. I was just wanting to read like the description of like where they're at. But I think so far we're on volume four. So we're 17 episodes in and we just finished volume four. Mm. So we're going to get obviously a hundred episodes at least of the show, which it deserves. It's a good isekai. I mean, they do nod like, Oh yeah, it's an isekai, but Mm -hmm. That's my basic rundown of it. I like it so far. I think uh, I'm excited. I think it's one of the better, stronger shows of the season. Not as strong as 86. Though. I think 86 is probably up there for one of the best shows. It's an 86 animation. We didn't even really talk about it. It's so good. Those fight yeah. scenes look so, so Well, even good. the side scenes. like That's how we described that Battle Game in 5 Seconds did a terrible job because they had too many still frames and the only thing that would move is their mouth. 86, as they're talking, mm-hmm. doing nothing, just offhand comments, there's stuff going on in the background. So there's mm-hmm. still like something happening. Uh, yeah, it's pretty scary. I mean, Mariko-chan's pretty scary too. Oh, I, I want to quit. 
<laughs> Quit. Uh, you won't. Uh, Marigochan. It's gotten less is, sexual, and I'm yes. so happy about that. I don't mm. think the show needs to be sexualized any bit because it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's stressful. We did have, like, kind of, you know, small bits of it. Uh, she was naked at one point, but even those, like, you That's like a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like her reaching for a bottle of salt. And it's like, well, you can see those panties through, like, yeah. That. I guess it would be pretty short. Not a lot happened. Because Mariko Chan is like that slice of life horror kind of thing. There isn't an overarching story like there would mm-hmm. be with, like, a. I'm trying to think. It's not like a. a oh. Fuck, what's it called? Uh, uh, Higurashi no Kokurai. There you go. <laughs> I was trying to think about how to say it properly. I mean, you could just say Higurashi, and most people would know. Yeah. But at least Higurashi has, like, an overarching, like, something does happen from episode to episode. So far, like, in these three episodes, it's just been her being scared. Then she finds out there is a way to kind of, like, fend off the demons, mm-hmm. which is, like, wearing, like, the prayer beads. Except for it some of them, depends. those prayer beads just fucking blow up, dude. Yeah. Like, like she even tried on the strong ones. There was that old lady in the shop. She's like, yo, I put, like, the peak, like, what'd she say? Like, the, like, energy from my peak. Like, yeah. they've been stored here this whole time. Yeah, this is the strongest they're, prayer they're beads I have. glowing, shining. You can see the symbols on them. She puts it on her hand. The It worked for, like, five seconds, yeah. to be fair. And, and then, then just fucking blew up. That thing blew up and injured that lady. It, like, fucking shrapneled everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of weird, like, seeing that one monster was that strong. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm assuming some of the bigger ones like that, like, uh, in one of the the last episodes, um, Uriah, it's the little girl with the blonde red. Same grade. Uh, Yeah. Uh, You find out that she can see them. Well, you They're find out, much fainter. Well, you find out the old lady can make out the aura mm-hmm. of them. The girl can make out the aura kind of of big ones, but can only really see tiny ones. But Miracle-chan can see all of them, mm-hmm. which is crazy because it's only a threat if they can see the bigger ones. Yeah. And, uh, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> there are just those moments where, you know, she's like, I want the prayer beads because, of course, she's, like, running into the problem now of even during the day when there's not one around, she's thinking people are one or just getting, like... It's hard for her to distinguish because she's seeing the stronger ones, Mm -hmm. and the stronger ones can hide better. Mm -hmm. Also, Mariko-chan's eyelashes are fucking thick with, like, eight Cs. There's that one scene where she wakes up and they're just, like, gusserola thick. But no, but oh, I like the show because, like, it seems like every eight minutes it's kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. So you're literally getting, like, kind of three mini episodes and one bigger overarching episode. But I guess wh- one of the saddest things, the most depressing part of, what was that, the episode four? episode? No, it's episode five. Yeah. The most recent episode. She, you don't realize this, and this is why the show is so fucking good. There is... A demon monster in the kitchen mm. while they're having breakfast. And it's a beacon. Yeah, it's huge. It takes up like the whole room. And she's not eating any food. And then at one point you're like sitting there like, oh, she's not eating any food. Monster's gonna catch on to her. And the whole family's having a conversation. Mom, dad, brother, her. 
And then you get to the point where she's leaving for the day. She's like, no, I'm not hungry. Then she goes back to get the pudding that she had bought like earlier in that episode. Mm -hmm. She takes the pudding and then she sets it down on a shrine that has her father's face. You're like, why is she putting it there? Her father's right there. Then you see like her father slowly like becoming translucent. You're like, oh shit, her dad was dead the entire time. Mm -hmm. That's why they're talking about the fucking pudding thing. Yeah, because he starts walking forward and he basically acknowledges that he knows that she can see him. Yeah. And... Well, the thing is, they're having a conversation that when you go back and listen to it, because I listen to it, it's like, oh, this could have been a conversation only those three were having. Mm-hmm. But the dad's line, because no one's actually directly responding to him. He's just saying offhand comments like, oh, don't bully me, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get kind of sad. of like, oh, you're, she's still seeing some good spirits. But, man, it's kind of rough watching some of that because you're like, oh, mm-hmm. she can see her dead dad, which probably made her so happy. Because there's a point where she's crying and you realize, oh, she's not crying probably because of that big monster. She's crying because of her dad. She can see her dad again and talk to him and listen to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course that's going to be like pretty hard because it's not like anyone else can see. And I think one of the interesting things that the show has done is establish, uh, yes, of course, like the monsters are scary. Like sometimes the the shenanigans that she gets into is kind of funny with them. Uh, for instance, oh, we're going to take a shortcut to this like butt like bun place. Yeah, butt and, bun. And Stop all the buns. <laughs> At one point, there's literally a line where it's like, oh, it's just like eating ass, basically. And it's like, how do you know what like, eating ass is like? Okay. Uh, she said it's like eating butt. She's like, what do you know what eating butt's like? And they just like never yeah. acknowledge it again. <laughs> it's just like, hmm, someone eating ass over there? Uh, but like the Drive big, fast, eat ass. Yes, the big monster that is there, which eventually like follows her and is the one that destroys all the prayer beads. Like you know, getting her head stuck and like walking through them and like all of that, those kind of shenanigans where you're like, all right, so there's like, you know, they're expanding of like, there's little tiny versions, which they don't really do anything. They're just nuisances kind of thing. Then your, your average ones and then the more powerful ones. And then within the last like episode and two, they've established like, the, you've already seen some of the good spirits with the the cats and well, even like some, stuff like that. But the people themselves, like you were saying, the one that could just see the aura, one good that that can kind of make out the stronger ones, but can easily see like the weaker ones. There's there's one theory I kind of had. So there are there's good and bad spirits. Mm. The good spirits are like more of a white kind of aura, kind of like heavenly, and the bad ones are the like. It's like black, kind of more of a hell thing. Like there's a black aura around them. Mm-hmm. But there's a point in one of the episodes where Mirakochan helps an old lady. Mm-hmm. And the old lady has a hard time remembering stuff because her, you know, deceased husband was the one that like when he was still alive, she had like a very sharp brain, but he died and she just kind of like turned to crepin. But at one point he walks up like there's the old lady. Mirakochan's helping an old lady and the old lady's like, oh, what's that phone? Is that internet? And the miracle child's like, oh, I got to go. There's a monster like looking right at me, saying numbers and stuff. And I kind of acknowledged him. And you find out that's her husband mm-hmm. telling her four numbers, which is a combination to the safe inside the house. Old lady opens the safe, puts the comb on that her husband gifted her because mm-hmm. she can never remember the combination to the safe. And then the old lady, boom, 
hops back into like her prime years of super sharp, super nice. Like some people are like that, by the way. Yeah. Like uh, I'm. Dementia is a weird. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Dementia is really, real weird uh, mm-hmm. disease. But uh, it, it's like you're watching that and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool, kind of sweet. But he looked like a bad demon. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you see him, what five minutes later in the episode, mm-hmm. being eaten by that bun, that cake shop again. By that other monster. So I wonder if those people in line being eaten are spirits that have fulfilled what they needed to do. And now being eaten is them like fully being gone. Yeah. I, I don't it, know what the whole eaten thing is. Yeah. Because there they, is lore behind this. They already established some of the uh, demons you see are established already. Mm-hmm. And, and that I think is kind of the most interesting thing currently about the show is a... a you're still expanding on what you would already expect. You, you know, it could just easily be, oh, she gets scared. Oh, there's some horny scenes. Oh, there's some comedy stuff and then move on. But you're still getting all of these drops because even the, you know, the one thing that you hadn't mentioned yet is after the old lady like really snapped in and was like, let's go make pork miso soup right now. Like, come on, dear. Uh, talking to his daughter or her daughter, the uh, you know, quote unquote, evil spirit walks up to Mariko and says thank you and then leaves, and it's like, okay, that's interesting. So, the I'm just I'm, trying to pull up a. Uh, if people like this, I was trying to look up what who actually made it, but it I I hate their mobile desktop site i need mm. to open the app who like which studio makes it uh no no i'm looking up uh there's a show called mushishi mm. if you remember that was like a what mid 2000s thing like 2008 yeah it was like around yeah it was around that time like when we would have been i think like season two of mushishi came out in like 2011 2012 like in high schoolish. but uh 2005 yeah but they had like a season two like way later yeah uh, or, zoku shuo yeah, so if you, guys, 2014. if you guys like something like this, like kind of a monster thing, but I was about to say, yeah, she needs to find a Mushishi. Like Mush- like the show Mushishi, it's this guy that goes around getting rid of demons or mm-hmm. how to like free demons from their bond of earth. Mushishi, great show, especially the English dub. Same guy that dubbed, that did the voice for uh, Roy Mustang. That's how I found out about it. I was like, cool, I like his voice actor. What else has he done? Mm-hmm. But man, this this girl really needs to find a way, like a church or something. I wonder how it's going to end, though, because we're five episodes in, mm-hmm. and they're kind of establishing, because just in episode, what, four, they just established, people can see it. We don't know how to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out if the other girl, the the third chick, uh, Uriah, she, if she's actually going to be friends, because she. You know, she can see the lesser ones. Yo, Mariko Chan really <laughs> isn't a buff dude. She put a fuck she put that bitch Choke. in a fucking chokehold. I mean, look, honestly, that kind of was the reasonable thing because if she would have like she couldn't see the big one and she yeah. totally would have died. Mariko Chan, I feel like what's gonna happen is it's gonna come down to like Uriah getting in a fight, like let's say in three episodes. Mariah's gonna mm-hmm. get or Uriah's gonna get in a fight with Mariko Chan, like, you tried to kill me, I'm gonna try and kill you. It's like, no, no, it's all because of this big demon. I feel like Uriah is finally going to be able to see the big demons. 
Because Uriah can see the average size ones, mm-hmm. but not the huge ones. Yeah. When she was passing out, she could make it out better. But yeah. I don't know if she realized it. I wonder if it's going to be a thing like 86 where if you've been close to death, you can see the bigger ones because you've been closer to dying. Mm, maybe. Maybe that was the turning point, you know, almost being fucking killed. Yo, Miracle-chan, I heard you killed a girl. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, oh. yeah Hana. Yeah. <laughs> I, heard, I heard you choked a girl out in gym class and killed her. It's like, nah, didn't kill her. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you just admitted the... <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. The uh, one note also pretty funny. No. Nothing I, in my life. Oh. Uh, I mean, you like music, don't you? Music's pretty good. Stop it. What? No. You know uh, so the next one is Toctopy <laughs> Destiny. I'm, 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 hey. I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. Yo, that ass uh, shot in the last episode when she's hanging out the train. It's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, was that necessary? Because that was a solid, like, 30-second shot of just her bending over outside the train. Like, the fucking Reddit on it went crazy to, like, yo, didn't know she was dummy thick. I'm like, guys, like, come on. Dude, Taco P, you actually find out more. So we they do confirm that the Anna, or what, what was her name? Who? The little girl. The little girl? The, the, the Cosette? Girl. Yeah, Cosette. The Cosette you know is actually dead. Or they kind of say she's not Cosette anymore. She's now Destiny. Mm-hmm. So they did kind of confirm she's dead, but she's not dead. So I'm kind of confused on that part. Um, but it's pretty cool because you get to see like, so what happened with uh, Cassette is not natural. Like, it's never happened before. She's not supposed to be awakened by herself. She's supposed to be found by someone like us, mm. taken back to New York. The awo- Symphonica being yep, us. The Symphonica, yep. And they're supposed to awaken their powers naturally. And then you find out Cassette, her powers are unnatural. So episode four is literally, or episode three, is literally her kind of going berserk. And you find out, like, Obviously, she is tapping into Tox life by force. So it's pretty interesting. You learn everything you really need to know about how they become, what they are, what's happening in episode mm. three. Yeah. Also, and episode that, four is just training day, basically. Yeah. The When they were even describing some of the stuff in episode three, because you get introduced to a character, Lenny, uh, who's kind of explaining some of that. He's f- with the Symphonica. Um, <laughs> that I had that like, ah, I get it. Cause she's like, oh, my name's like destiny. It's from like, you know, the song, like whichever. Yeah. Uh, their names piece. are based off of the musical piece. They're part of. Uh-huh. And that's where I was like, oh, now I get the name. Cause yeah. talked is that. And then like destiny and, but the OP stand basically like the opening. Destiny. My name is diamond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank God she didn't awaken in a strip club because fuck man. <laughs> Hi, my name's Candy. <laughs> <laughs> What's a post Malone song that be going on? Yeah. Why is the Why is there this charge for Candy with an eye? <laughs> my name is Godzilla. <laughs> uh, thankfully it's all classical, but they it's classy names. Yeah, you also do kind of realize why. He struggles so much because it looks like she's basically feeding off of his life force compared to... That's a huge scar on his hand. Mm. And I feel like it was an offhand comment, but it's important. They're like, okay, you can still play piano. And I'm like, why is that important? Why did they say that? 
Because mm. so far in the show, they haven't said something that hasn't meant something yet. And so far, that hasn't meant anything. Yeah, I mean, it kind of already means something anyways in a world where music can't really be played. Those individuals who have the skill to play piano or like an instrument, like if they couldn't do that, you're still theoretically losing something valuable. Well, I wonder if like, because the guy knew nothing about him playing piano. No one had mentioned he played piano. His piano wasn't there. I it, Why, They did establish later, like, he totally knew who he was because of his dad, who was very yeah. famous. But I'm just saying, like, maybe, like, it's going to pay off later. Like, maybe they're going to do that thing like Guilty Crown did. Did you ever watch Guilty Crown? No. Fuck. God damn it, dude. You need to watch Guilty Crown. It's like this, but, like, better. Guilty Crown is pretty fucking good. This is pretty good. But mm, the point, I... I the last time I heard someone talk about Guilty Crown, they said it was the poor man's code kiosk, but... I mean, you have the gods, Justice, and then you have, you know, the other shows. Mm. You're telling me Code Geass isn't a god tier show? I mean, it is. It is. Uh, nothing's going to be like, like Code... Well, to be fair, Code Geass came out way before that did. Yeah. Is Code Geass part of the golden age of anime? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I think it's like right at the tail end, right? Uh, 07? Yeah. So right before stuff just really went to shit. Besides that, uh, so this is like Code Geass if it was just shit. No, well, I mean, if if Geass power was manifested as a human being, that you With like a magic wand, yeah, and you had a magic wand, and like one of the conductors is totally fucking his like music heart. Uh, yeah, <laughs> come on, Yo, like that man is. Totally he commands her with that cook. little wand, like, you what that wand do? No, what? I, I'm not even <laughs> talking about Lenny. I'm talking about Schindler, the dude on the train. He totally oh. fucks his. Oh, yeah. Up. He definitely. F- I want to see what happens with the the one in white armor. Oh, what was her name? The, the one that doesn't have a conductor. Well, she obviously has a thing for our boy. For yeah, Todd. I mean, it, it could be like that he eventually has this two. Tur- this is some like fucking Sekirei shit at this mm. point. I I or maybe Anna could t- they have That's one. That's true. Uh, oh, she could, but I think don't you? Oh, well, the thing is, I don't know if they have to originally. She, I don't know Anna if they does have, know how to play music. Uh, well, I wonder do they have to have that power in them, or can anyone become a conductor? Because I feel like almost anyone could become a conductor. Really, mm-hmm. uh, there is one important scene in the entire three episodes that uh, Jessa pointed out. He said, "I would know as soon as I heard it." Yeah, <laughs> you guys know what Ada Ada is, right? You ever heard a fucking buff? I'd, I'd let that dude hold me. <laughs> it, dude, he fucking said it so mature in like, it was super sexual. He's like, ada, ada. and I'm like, oh, man, woof. <laughs> I had to question my own sexuality for yeah. a second there. <laughs> I had fucking burst out laughing because I was in Discord and, uh, with Matt at the time. And he's like, what? I was like, I, I never thought that I would, like, <laughs> you're have some shit happen in an anime that threw me off. It was, like, it was, like, on levels of, if you know who crony, it was like that. But if a mm. man said it, like, that dude, first of all, beautiful looking man. Also, his shirt design is super, it throws me off because he's wearing a popped collar, like, dress shirt underneath, like, a cardigan thing that's, like, all tied here in a little nice bow. But it's not long enough for his body to begin with. Mm-hmm. It's too short. So, like, you see, like, abs, you know, you see, like, one, two, three sets of packs, skip, then four. It's like, this dude is fucking massive. And yeah. he can cook really well. 
ladies, if you want a keeper, I don't remember his name. He's a keeper though. I do like his. Um, his name is Lenny. Lenny. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, his uh, music heart is Titan. Titan. Her it, design is super cool. Her design is really unique. Plus, I like how she just has a shotgun. She she definitely had that badass moment in episode four. She's like, just killed one. Clack clack. One hand shotgun rack and then boom. Yeah. I wonder, like, it, it's definitely like a stamina thing, but they're like, they're always talking about you need to have a shitload of calories. Mm-hmm. So then the calories help power your thing. And it makes sense in Lenny's case that she could use a shotgun and go that long because big dude, he can keep a lot of energy in him, but then you get talked and he's real scrawny of a dude. He's tall, but he's real scrawny. So, but it's weird. Like every single music card, is that what they call them? Yeah. Like every one of their designs so far has been pretty unique minus the white uh, armor girl. Mm-hmm. Hers is pretty meh. Yeah. But uh, I, I, you can't have everyone like a banger, you know. But definitely uh, Titan, her design is like super well done. I really mm. fucking like it. Yeah. Uh, I went to the episode discussion because the RR is from like episode three. And the one of the top comments is that man's RR. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Second comment, certified chat. <laughs> it's good. I, <laughs> I think this will probably be. This will duke it out for one of the top shows of the season. Pretty much every single show we watch, to be fair, we're watching, well, I'm watching 17 shows. Mm. But out of the, what, the 12 that we're watching together, I think almost every single one has a female character on the top 10 female characters of the week minus, uh, I think, one. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty good show. The shows are pretty well stacked. I think Mariko-chan went up to, like, spot number one. For uh for one week, I think it was last week's. So I'll be excited to see how this week ends as far as rankings go. Not that you know you should pay attention to the rankings all the time, but mm-hmm. definitely helps you pick out what show is better, what show is gonna fucking suck. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much it we have this week. Next week is the B list, restaurants in another world, uh, which is what I'm watching that season two. The Great Jaya will not be defeated. That's both of us. Uh, Comey can't communicate, which I'm super excited for. And then uh, the world's finest assassin. Also, Arena the Vampire Cosmonaut. Yeah, I, I already got one episode. <laughs> I fucked up and watched uh, one of the We're literally episodes. sitting in fucking Discord just as like, yo, I'm watching the world's greatest assassin. I can't wait to watch it. I'm like, you realize that's not... For this week's podcast, he's like, well, I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah. for whatever I reason, my, drive. yeah, for whatever reason, my brain went world's finest assassin. It's like, it's been two weeks since we've talked about that. And man, that <laughs> you're going to have a heyday with that one next week. Oh, I got, I got so much shit to watch next week. Yeah. Restaurants in another world. I'm going to say it now, man. Those three episodes are great. I love watching the food. Boom. That's the summary. Cool. All right. It's a fun show just to watch. Uh, you have any other news? Oh no, there was some news. world's finest assassin preview, titty. Uh, <laughs> no, there there was news. Uh, wasn't there a mangaka that was hospitalized? Yep, the mangaka, uh, ch- uh, manga artist Chiba Tetsuya. So if you watch uh, Hajime no Ippo, he's very very well known for being like an artist in that. Uh. They don't think it'll be terribly bad. Uh, he's kind of older, to be fair. 
But uh, they said he should be fine. He's just going to be in the hospital a while. Mm. But as of today, while we were getting dinner, uh, the Jutsi Kaisen's trailer dropped. Um, oh, shit. Sorry. I, I Like, a lot of stuff popped up while we were getting dinner. I just wanted to mention it real quick. So, Jutsi Kaisen trailer dropped. Apparently, people were losing their fucking shit over it. Mm. Um, and then, ah, I want this load. Uh, what was the other thing? So the My Hero World Heroes mission, uh, North America box office on opening night surpasses Japan's opening in 10 days. So they earned more in U.S. box office the night it dropped than Japan did in the first 10 days. Uh, more than the previous two. It also earns more than the previous two films. It earned $36 million on opening night. So we did, oh, we did see the movie. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, uh, my hero of the movie. It was good. It, w- it uh, was good. Uh, also, two things we didn't talk about. Um, we'll leave the movie for next time because it's yeah. running along. Yeah. Uh, two things we didn't talk about. Uh, A, for um, 86. Apparently, there's a random explosion at the very end, and we're like, ooh. I said, I just wrote Hiroshima. Yeah, and that was like, okay, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. And then for Talk to P, uh, she knows how to change her tire very fast. Um, oh yeah, they fucking changed the tire in like ten fucking seconds. <laughs> yeah, I I just had to also, mention that where I was like, oh yeah, fucking, those are like very big. Like that rotor would be fucked. A whole car that's an old car too, so it's fucking heavy as shit. Fucking whole car fell on the rotor. Nope, we changed the tire in ten fucking seconds. Mm. We'll we'll save the my hero discussion probably till next week. Might be a special thing. Might be something we don't even mention. I, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, it could. It was good. We could like simmer on it and make an independent seven video. out of ten. Yeah. It was good. Go that? Uh, it, for my first, like, My Hero movie to see. Uh, first? You didn't what? Yeah, I haven't seen any of the other My Hero movies. Oh, shit. I mean, this one definitely does play, like, a bit more in... Last one was better. Uh, more dramatic. Mm. First one was all right. It's okay. okay. It's literally sitting behind me. Oh, cool. All right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>